empty nester couple has real conversations about real things. They can inspire you. Or trigger you. This is not a safe space. <laughs> we recommend you listen at your own discretion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially today. Especially today. <laughs> so, now that you have a case of the giggles... Let's talk about getting naked. Let's talk about getting naked. <laughs> naked. <laughs> how to be able to walk, how to walk, <laughs> how to walk around your house naked again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what stops you from walking around your house naked? Nothing. Well, nothing stops you. Well, I have no... <sighs> I have no uh, shame, uh, modesty, dignity, modesty, sense of humor. Oh, ouch. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Wow. That's true. You have no modesty. I have no modesty. So going back to the, oh, wait a minute, getting comfy. Oh, there we go. So uh, getting back to how to get naked in your house, how to walk around your house naked. Now that the nest is empty. Yeah, you got to kick the chicks out of the nest in order to do that. How do you get those stinking kids out? You got to make it less than comfortable. That's, you know what? And I think that's the biggest thing. It cannot be too comfortable. No. So one thing that worked for me, well, I I walk around the house in my undies all the time. <sighs> so weird. No, it's not weird. It's comfy and it's my house. So. I know. I know. Most people would disagree with me, but I think it's weird. No, it's not weird. Um, I should be able to walk around my house in my underwear or naked or however I want to walk around the house. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to make comfy for the kids. Um, so that's I guess that's one way to do it. But uh, yep. it, it's all part of the process of... Kicking the chicks out of the nest. Right. Like slowly ripping away the comfort. I know we bought this house. We had a teenager. And we have one bathroom. And Uh that was strategic. Yes. So if you only have one bathroom, somebody's always waiting Mm -hmm. to get into that bathroom. And and it's always a matter of, uh, is anybody going to use the bathroom so I can take a shower? No? Okay, I'm going to go take a shower 45 minutes later. Dad comes barging into the bathroom to pee while you're in the shower. Uh, yeah. And eventually you get so sick and tired of that. (laughs) Yeah. Once again, keeping it just a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I think we started kind of, I think a lot of families will grow. They'll get bigger homes when their family grows. And then there comes a time where we started downsizing early <laughs> i think he was like 15 and we started yeah. like slowly downsizing oh yeah <laughs> one bathroom yep make the uh make the house just a little bit smaller Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep no we had no tvs in the bedrooms no yeah we had this conversation on another a previous episode right we talked about the no Where? tvs but that was strategic as well right it was if you don't allow TVs in the bedroom, they don't think that, oh, hey, you know what? I've got everything I need right here. I can live at home forever. Yes. How many times have you heard a teenager go, 
I want a little mini fridge in my room. No, not going to happen. That's a red flag right there. You're getting way too comfortable, bro. Mm-mm. I want a, I want a mini fridge and a microwave. No. And Mm-mm. a big screen Mm-mm. and a new PlayStation and uh cable and internet. Your bedroom is not your own studio no. apartment in my house. Thank you. Yeah, and don't <laughs> don't be bringing boyfriends, girlfriends. No. You're not playing house in my house. Right. Not going to happen. Right. So yeah, you got to keep it uncomfortable so that they, if they want to go play house, it's more incentive to go buy their own house or rent an apartment or otherwise just get out. Just go. Just go. And you know what? The other thing is we had to be prepared for where and how, you know, how they would go, where they would go. So True. sharing a house with two buddies. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to judge the the standards the the sharing the the how the, I, you can't they are gonna get out and they're gonna do it their way i mean obviously safety but come on <laughs> yeah i mean you obviously don't want to moving out of your house and into you know the Skid ghetto <laughs> yeah uh living under a bridge or in right the, in the back of their car right but in the same sense you don't want them staying home forever no so. No, and I cannot get with, um, I, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it, but I can't really get with the families that are like, I just want them to live at home with me forever. No, Mm-mm. no, I, I, I don't understand that. There's nothing like watching them do their own thing. No, exactly. And you don't have to move out as soon as you turn 18, even though some kids, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm, I'm an adult and I can do what I want. When I want. And the sad part is, is once they do move out, they live that lifestyle for a little while. And then they're like, mm, I kind of miss that security blanket of having, knowing that there was, that I didn't have to pay the mortgage that month. Right. Telling mom and dad. Right. So yeah. they, they definitely like that security. But you made the choice. You're out. Stay there. Well, and I think that, I don't know, I know our guards love it, um, being away and it's kind of nice, you know, at first it was kind of hard for me as a mom to be like, not knowing everything all the time. Where are you? When are you working? Who are you with? The first couple of times that, you know, the one was telling me, oh yeah, I just stayed up all night. I'm like, you haven't gone to bed yet? Nah, like, oh my gosh, it was really hard at first, but then, you know, I got to think back and I did it and I was fine. Uh, Well, kind of fine. My eyes are not loud enough for this podcast right now, but you feel it, don't you? No. I will stab you. Not at all. Alrighty then. So (laughs) the future podcast might be done by Just Laney. <laughs> you never know. So let's see. You have to make it less comfortable. One bathroom in the house is very helpful. Um, no refrigerators in your room. No big screen TVs in your bedroom. What else? That well, the microwave thing we talked about too. Yeah, no studio apartment in your bedroom. Yeah, and um, y- here's the other one. You're in my house. Yes, you're 18. You've got a curfew. You're, mm-hmm. you're in my house. That front door comes open after 12, 
someone's getting shot. Yeah, and that's a really interesting one because, yes, they're 18. Yes, they're free. And a lot of the times I hear about these, like, power struggles between, well, I'm an adult. I do what I want. And, you know, parents are like, well, what, what can I do? How can I make them? And you kind of can't. But I tell you what, you sure can make it uncomfortable. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's your house. So it, it's our house. And it, it's like I said, if you want to you wanna be 18 and have all this freedom and do what you want and when you want to do it, you're going to do I agree. You're, you're an adult. You have those freedoms. You have those rights. But. So am I. You're in my house. And I'm an it's, adult who pays the bills. So if I want to yes. walk around naked. And and that's a pretty good lesson for those those kids that grow up and they do move out and they rent a house from somebody else. And now all of a sudden, their landlord, the, the property owner, comes up and says, okay, no parties. Mm-hmm. no la- The first police call that comes to the house, you're out. Right. And that's the reality of being 18 and doing your own thing is that you know, you slowly start to learn that you never really are free and you never really do get to do whatever you want. No. You know, you have roommates, you have to respect them and their work schedule and vice versa. You still have to clean up after yourself as they do. Um, it's really not total freedom. Yeah. You, the, there's always the common courtesy right. of, of uh, respecting other people's space. Right. Yep. Those were hard lessons. I think. Is that the cat? It's the cat. Um, but those are the kinds of lessons that I'm not really sure that you could entirely teach at home before they move. Um, no, not all of those lessons you can teach at home, but most of them are. Well, whatever doesn't get taught at home, they're going to find out the hard way. Right. <clears throat> when it comes to uh, when it comes to respecting other people's space and their rules, uh, I mean, when you're 18, there's a really good chance that you're not going to have a job that pays well enough to go rent an apartment on your own. Right. Unless you join the military. Yeah. If you're in that position, you're going to have roommates. You're going to have to respect their their space, their wishes. And there are going to be rules that, that your roommates put in place. Uh, one big one that I had living, uh, sharing a room with someone in the past was, okay, everything on the left side of the fridge is mine. Mm-hmm. Everything on the right side of the fridge is yours. Don't cross that line. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams, Ray. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true that a lot of the things that we expect in our home you know, as parents, it really is what it's going to be like for them when they get out. They just don't see it that way. And, and that's okay. Cause I kind of feel like that's just part of the process and it's okay to do that. It's okay for them to learn the hard way. It's okay for them to do it on their own. Yeah. Um, and some things, like I said, they're going to have to learn the hard way. So you don't make it comfortable. So does that mean that the idea of like a little tiny house in your backyard or something for your kids, probably not. Not a good idea. (laughs) Not if you want them to leave. No, I mean, they want their own space and that's wonderful. But um, if you're giving them a tiny home and you're in the back of your yard, 
that's too you're not really teaching them anything at that point you're just giving them a means to do whatever shady shit that they want to do in your backyard on your dime (laughs) because i mean there they have the privacy of locking the door and technically i guess that would be a complete separate home for them but you provided everything right um they're hooked up to your power your water your whatever cable internet right we want to yeah you're not teaching them anything at that point we want our kids to be comfortable sure just just not in my backyard (laughs) you just don't want them too comfortable because that's kind of how you that's kind of how you learn just a little bit so yeah yeah if you provide the uh separate house for them well, they, they haven't learned anything, and you haven't really kicked them out of the nest. You just moved them to a more private, secluded location of the nest that you really have less control over. Yeah. What about the parents that ask, should I kick my kid out at 18? See, that's a tough one. Should you kick them out? Mm, no. Obviously, you, you want... You want you don't want your kid to be out homeless. And right. If you kick them out, that builds animosity. And then they rebel against you. And next thing you know is they're on the sheriff's department website with a mugshot. <laughs> living under a bridge. Or living under a bridge. Yeah. I think maybe I'm just passive, but passive aggressive is probably more appropriate. Um, the more uncomfortable <laughs> I can make it, the more... He was going to leave. Mm-hmm. And so there was no need to, um, you know, kick anybody out. And I would never have wanted that. Like you said, so much animosity. And I think one of the beautiful things about your kids growing up is, um, you know, how your relationship changes. Like you get, what kind of relationship do you want with your adult children? You well, know what I mean? It's totally yeah. different. And, and you don't, you don't necessarily want to kick them out. Um, and you don't want to make it so uncomfortable that it does build animosity, but you also want to have it known that, you know, Hey, it, it's time. It's time for you to go and start your own journey as an adult, but you still want them to feel comfortable enough to call or come back and say, Hey, I need some advice. Right. I'm a big fan of inviting them back for dinner. Sure. Having them back for dinner, they can come back on vacations and stay for, you know, a week or two at a time. Right. Taking them out to dinner. Yeah. You know, things I didn't do when they lived here. Yes. (laughs) But it's different. They're an adult. They're out on their own. They make their own money. They have their own responsibilities and their own chores. (laughs) You know what cracks me up? When the kids move out and they live with roommates... And then they have a chore chart in their house. Yes. Oh, my God. That. You're like, we quit a chore chart when you were like nine. And now all of a sudden, they're like, we have a chore chart. And there's not an allowance involved with that chore chart either. I know. (laughs) So now that chore chart involves, uh, well, if the dishes don't get done for a week at a time, now you've got roaches. Or... Uh, mice or your house smells like ass all the time. As long as it's not mine. <clears throat> Dude, you do you. 
You do you. You do you, boo. I am not doing that. No, I, I agree. I think, um, and they learn. They learn those responsibilities and they learn what needs to be done. It just takes some longer than others. It just, it really is funny to me. All those things that you do with and for your kids as they're growing up to teach them. And then they grow up and move out and they implement the exact same thing. Yes. And it's so hard not to laugh and be like. (laughs) But the one thing I do find uh, slightly amusing is when you buy them a gift. And by buy them a gift, I mean, I mean that uh, we went to the store one day. Mm-hmm. We, we did some grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a case of ramen noodles. <laughs> yes. You'd have thought that, that those kids won the lottery. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so funny because when you buy top ramen when they live with you, you know, something like that. You better buy something like that to eat because they're hungry and there's no food in the house. Yeah. They move out. And you buy them a big old case of top ramen. They're oh, yeah. like, thanks. A dollar ninety nine for twelve packs of ramen, and they're ecstatic. <laughs> thanks, mom. Oh my God, it's Christmas. <laughs> well, okay, that one was Christmas, but you did do that for. I did. <laughs> <clears throat> I do love stopping at the store and, and grabbing, you know, little things here and there, and dropping them by, and just because they are so appreciative now. Yeah. And the one thing we have in our favor with the situation that the boy is in right now is we are good friends with the parents of all his roommates. Oh. Well, not all the roommates, with one of the roommates. Yeah. So we're really good friends with one of the parents. So we kind of have like four sets of eyes keeping an eye on these kids. Oh, even worse is, I don't know, if you live in a small area like we do, they move out and they think they're free and then you get a email from somebody you know who lives in the community telling you that your kid had a crazy party on a weeknight. Oh, yes. At their own house. Yeah. But they live right next door. Uh So when you think you've moved out of your parents' house and people in the neighborhood, people in the city are still tattling on you to your mom. That's the the benefit of a small town. That's the benefit of a small town. It just, it it allows us to have the kids out of the nest, but we can still keep tabs on them to make sure that they're not in jail. Yes. So how was your party? Uh, what do you mean? What party, Mom? I like. We would know, never throw a party at our house. No, he doesn't lie about it, but you know, your weekends might be Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but for most people, that's the middle of the work yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, when you're out there partying until one, two in the morning on a Tuesday, neighbors take notice very quickly. Yeah, you think so. you're grown. You moved out of your parents' <laughs> house, and then people in the city are emailing your mom and tattling that you had a party (laughs) that Mm -hmm. kills me oh yeah a poor kid oh yes (laughs) you know something else i like about having the uh uh, making it uncomfortable is the boy obviously has key to the house right the boy doesn't let himself into the house because he knows because he knows that you're probably pantless I am, I am probably pantless in my chair yeah which i am currently pantless in my chair <laughs> um 
So for I all wasn't going to say all, anything. Never mind. <laughs> nice oh, blue underwear. Yeah. Yes. Blue boxer briefs. Blue boxer briefs. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does not let himself in the house because he knows. Because he knows there's a really good possibility that he's going to see something he really doesn't want to see. Right. And he doesn't bring friends over here anymore either. No, they did. He did. And then and he said, uh, let me go in first because my dad might oh, be that's naked. Right. <laughs> he, he brought that girl over at one time and said, you, you might want to wait outside. Let me go check and see if it's clear. Uh, so, guys, <clears throat> make it uncomfortable. <laughs> Walk around. Not totally nude, obviously. Don't make it weird. But, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little uncomfortable. And the boy would get, oh my God, he would get all uncomfortable if I was walking around in a pair, pair of pants and no shirt. He would be like, oh, uh, I'm going to go to my room now. He's like me, though. We're super modest. You're not. No. So, I mean, he he may be moved out, but even I do not walk around naked. You know, I talk a big game like, ooh, kick your kids out so that you can be naked. I'm not. I don't walk around my house naked. I I have on occasion. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, but yeah? here's the deal. The front curtains that we have are totally are transparent. See-through. Yeah. So is the back one, but we yeah. don't have neighbors to the back. No, so. I know. So I don't, I just don't, I don't know. And, and the a... other good thing is, is that if I choose not to wear my swim trunks and get in the hot tub, oh, gosh. I can, and I don't have to worry about, mom. I keep saying that that is one thing we're going to do. We are going to, what did our friends call it this weekend? Chunky Duncan. Chunky Duncan. Chunky Duncan. There's no skinny dipping. It's (laughs) Chunky Duncan. I keep saying I'm going to do that in the hot tub. Yep. Chunky Duncan brought to you by Chunky Duncan Donuts. (laughs) I keep saying I'm going to do it, but I just can't seem to bring myself to do it. Yeah, I can. I know. So, for you guys listening, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little bit more reserved. Well, and not having neighbors to the back that can see us kind of helps. I just... I don't know if they want to see all this. All this. I'm sure they don't. Hmm. Weird. (laughs) I don't understand. Oh. Oh. Um, Yeah. Yep. Discomfort. Discomfort. Yep, discomfort. And we don't have to share the camper with anybody. Right. You know, when you're you're camping and the kids are getting older or growing up, uh, especially in their teen years, is, is the best time to embarrass the hell out of them. Oh, my gosh. I mean, make it less comfortable. <laughs> have you noticed the boy hasn't come up and said, hey, can I go camping with you guys? Oh, I knew he wouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to share the camper. Nope. I don't have to share my special groceries that I get. Here's the deal. How about having the kids take their own pets with them? Now, we did that. We were yes. like, no, you're taking you're taking your dog. Yes. So uh, I know that when your kids are growing up that, oh, mommy, I want a puppy. And you go get them their puppy. And a lot of the times when the kids leave home, you're stuck with the puppy. Well, that wasn't the case here. We no. we made it a point to say you're taking that dog with you because you chose to have that dog. That is your animal, your responsibility. 
of course, for the first couple of months, we fed the dog because nobody in the house had money to even pay their rent, much less buy food or dog food. Mm-hmm. And they all have dogs in that house. <laughs> and they're not okay. tiny animals. No, they all have big dogs. They all chose to have big dogs and a cat. So, well, the dogs have a cat. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't toy. mind doing that. I, I didn't mind helping out with some dog food. It's more fun to help them out when they're moved out because they appreciate it more. Well, they do. But our days of raising that kid, the, the kids are done. Yeah, so your relationship it, changes. It, and and that's all part of once they move out, you can't make it you can't keep it comfortable or make it even more comfortable by helping them too much mm-hmm. because then they know or they they feel that they don't have to well I I could put this rent money aside or I could go buy those new eighty dollar sneaks. We have a ghost. I heard something creepy. That was weird. It's like it shook the house. Yeah, we're going to have to hear that on playback. Yeah. So Whoa. we may have to. Oh, it's the wind blowing outside. Well, that was anticlimactic. I thought we were having like a Ghost Brothers moment or something. Ooh, Ghost Brothers. <laughs> Get so- some, Daylin. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, there's not a lot of nakedness from me, but I tell you what, Joe loves to walk around half naked around the house. Who else does that? Does anybody else just walk around their house naked? Yeah, shoot us an email. Let us know. Isotolerate you at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Yep. What are you looking forward to in Empty Nest, people? Yep. Let us know. What are you guys looking forward to? How did you get your kids out of the house and still maintain a good relationship with them where you didn't necessarily kick them out. Um, or if you did tell us, tell us about it. Tell us how it went. Right. So I so tolerate you at gmail.com. Um, I think the other side of the coin on your kids leaving is the relationship that you have left. Okay. You're going to have to elaborate on that. Well, um, when you put your kids first for so long, some people find it difficult to adjust to being a couple again. So like each family has, you know, a set. There's like the, the couple subset in the family. And then there's the parenting subset. A lot of the times they're the same people, but it's right. two different sets within the family. And right. then there's you know, the whole family. So when the kids move out, you are left with just the two people who are parents or the couple. And you kind of switch over from parent. You know, obviously you will always be your kids' parents, but you do kind of switch from parent back to couple. And that can be really difficult for people. It it can. And that's, uh, that's one thing I have heard uh, numerous times from other people who who are empty nesters that um, now that the kids are gone, they don't know how to readjust to life without the kids. And one or both of the parents gets, you know, they get a little bit, I don't want to say distraught that the kids are gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, They definitely miss having that presence in the house. Mm -hmm. And they focus all their energy on, wow, the kids are gone. What? 
why why did why did we have the kids move out why couldn't they come back and this and that and they they really lose focus on their relationship and on the flip side of that is some of them actually much like what we have done is they get more into their relationship with each other yeah but some almost feel like they don't even like each other anymore once the kids leave they're like what what are we even doing why are we even doing this we don't have kids anymore isn't that sad Mm -hmm. i'm grateful that that's not us yeah but it does happen some people i i say why 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 would you go draw away from each other you've put that many years into the relationship just to piss it away when the kids leave well i think for some of those people their relationship starts deteriorating and well, then they just focus on the kid and then it's also for lack of a better term i guess that would be uh, almost a trigger to start the midlife crisis it's like, holy crap, what do I have? the kid? I, I don't have to put my focus into the kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you can focus on miscellaneous projects around the house, but a lot of people will, they'll do something that they would not have normally done. Like, hey, I'm going to go buy a new motorcycle and a ski boat and Jeez. I'm going to take up hang gliding and jump out of an airplane and all the the crazy shit that they couldn't do and now they're getting to the age point where probably shouldn't be doing those things well i know we had sometimes you know with a teenager in the house where you know it was it was it felt kind of ugly it was like you know, like you could feel the divide between us and then when almost you, like a power struggle when you really step back and looked at it i mean i know i did often i was like what the heck is going on here and when i really looked at it it literally was just that we had different ideas on raising a teenager that's it i knew <laughs> i knew when there were no kids in the house we'd be fine and so i was just holding on waiting for that and i think that's why for you and i it was really exciting for us to be empty nesters and and because we're blended family yes right we've never been together without kids no ever i mean i spent my wedding night with three young kids in the bed with me while you were out with your dad and and your buddy on the night we got married so we've never had that and for us it was like finally we're gonna have that right so that's, I mean, that's something that we were looking forward to was, was having um, more relationship time together as opposed to, oh my God, what am I going to do now? You know, I mean, we, we were kind of looking forward to having more us time. Right. Like this was our time. So yes, this was our time. We've done our job as parents. The kids are out there. They have their own lives going right now. Um, it's time for us to, to start living and doing some of the things we want to do. And we do. Like talking shit in a microphone like together. Like talking shit into a microphone together. Something we would have never been able to do f- with kids in the house. Mm-hmm. Or like posting it online. Yeah, like dumbasses. <laughs> so, um, but like I said, we're, we're doing more of the things now. 
because we made it uncomfortable. Nobody wants to come back. Nobody wants to live here. Yeah, nobody wants to come back. No. Nobody wants to live with us. No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Score. Give me a little knucks on that. Knuckles. A little fist bump. Yep. A little mm-hmm. fist bump. Nice job, honey. Yep. We done good. Yep. We done good. So, yeah. We can live with that. That makes me happy. There's, there's no guilt. It is kind of nice, though. I do I do kind of look at you differently. Brown chicken brown. Not, not like that. Oh. We are, pa- no, we're too old for that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I, it's a totally different relationship, though, isn't it? It is a completely different relationship. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how many other blended families are out there feeling what we feel. Oh, I'm sure there's tons of them out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody. Maybe we're the anomaly here. I don't know. Are we an anomaly? Uh, I ask it like somebody's going to answer me. Oh, my God. Look, the phone's ringing. Somebody's going <laughs> to... Welcome, we need... caller. Yes. We need callers. Yeah. Too bad we record this and post it a week later. That's valid. Unless somebody had a time machine. Hmm. 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 They could go back in time. And call us Ouch. when we're recording. My brain. And then that way brain. we would have it on. Whoa, Cr- that was. Crowley does not like that idea. I see that. The stupid cat's ticked. Cat. He's ticked. He don't like that. Yeah, stupid cat. But it does free up a lot of our time for us to go do things that we. I mean, this summer we took off on a number of occasions and went kayaking in these these mountain lakes. And. They were beautiful. Camping. I mean, we went all those years of either tent camping or not camping. And then Mm -hmm. we picked up the camper. And we went camping last year several times. Mm -hmm. So with the the kids, the only drawback to the kids, to the not having anyone in the home, is we got to hire someone to feed the animals while we're gone. Mm -hmm. Just hire the kid. Yeah, we'll just hire the kid. Yeah. Just tell the boy, come over and, uh, you know, no parties while we're gone. No parties in my house. You can party at your own house all well, you want. And there's another thing, too. They, they don't want to party at your house anymore. They got their own house to party at. Exactly. That's the, yeah, And that's the thing. Why even though I, we have. He doesn't even want to stay the night here when he does it. No. And the funny thing is, is the, the boy has got more booze in his house than we do. <gasps> oh, I wasn't supposed to say anything about that. Why do you oh. keep spilling all the I mean, about everything? What I mean is that when they move out, they get the things in their house that they were not allowed to have in your house. That's true. So. That's true. I love watching your kid when they move out, try to find their like decor preference. Like the way that they decorate <laughs> their bedroom or their house, you know, even the boys. Oh, Lord. Yeah, their de- de- decor choice is empty monster cans piled up in a window. <laughs> hey, it was like Jeff Foxworthy or Bill Engvall or something that was talking about that first first singles apartment when you use like milk crates for nightstands and cinder blocks cinder blocks for your entertainment center yeah so don't go bagging on that that's good stuff that is literally like not 
the not beginning. one couch in the entire house, but they've got a 75-inch television. Yes, that's the good stuff, though. Mm-hmm. Don't be bagging. <laughs> that's where it's at. Uh, I'm fine with it. I'm just, I'm not buying new furniture for their house. Nobody's asking you to. That's making it comfortable for them. Nobody's asking you to. And that's what I find so cool is like, that cat, he just wants to be part of it. He's about to be part of the wall. Um, that's the, that's the best part about moving out on your own. True. You get to, you get to find yourself. You get to discover the slob you want to be. And the slob you don't want to be. And the slob you don't want to be. The slob you thought you wanted to be until it became real. You're just happy to be out from under mommy's roof. Right? Yes. So, yeah, I, I mean, well, when I moved out, it was different. I moved out to join the military so it was a little bit different scenario it wasn't to go live with buddies of mine and and go work a job and you know go buy all the booze and party till three in the morning even though you did that well i did but it was in the military but you still did that i can neither confirm nor deny Mm mm-hmm well, you know, I think you guys are just going to have to excuse our cats. It Evidently, it's crack hour in our house. Um, having cats is like you get lots of time where they just sleep and then crack hour commences. Um, it's about to be ass beaten hour if they don't calm down. <laughs> That's They're why gonna... I like the dog. Look at the dog just lays there in my moonshine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to party it up. We, we party it up here when we don't have any kids, right? Sometimes. Not as much as we thought we were going to. That is true. Thankfully. You know what I find to be a really good time? It's definitely not the morning after drinking a lot. No, I can't no. even drink much anymore. Um, Hangovers last a lot longer than they used to. Darn right. Gosh. And they hurt worse. Oh my God. It's almost not worth it. Like I told you, I'm really going to, I'm, I don't, I'm toying with the idea of giving up alcohol. Alcohol abstinence? Yeah. Ooh. Just because it's not worth it. And it, I feel like the older I get, the less alcohol it takes to do that to me. Huh. Yeah, no, I don't have that problem. I know you don't have that problem. No. This is evidenced by my pyramid of beer cans that I got for Valentine's Day. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say though? (sighs) I don't know. Not partying as much as you thought. Oh, you know what I do love is being able to go, yeah, it's 730. I'm just going to go to bed. (laughs) Like how wonderful is that? From, from the time that you give birth to this baby and they keep you up for years and then you never sleep normal again. Then you kind of start getting a, a little, hopefully, you know, a little situation where, yes, there's a bedtime and there's a routine and everything's wonderful. And that went on for a while. Then they get older, like the teenagers, like they get a license. Then they start going out. You can't make their curfew seven. That's ridiculous. So it's more like 10, 11, 12. But you know you're staying up. Because you're not going to bed while they're out. Right. So there's another benefit of him because moving out and the, all the kids moving out because they can be out all night long. And guess what? You don't ever even know it. 
No. And so my idea of a good time is it's 7.30. I can go to bed. <laughs> I don't have to wait for someone to come home. I don't have to check on anybody. I, nothing. I could go to bed. Yep. That you can. And we have done that. That's a damn good time. Yeah. I don't know about that, but every once in a while, it is a very welcome situation. 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 <laughs> I appreciate that because I think that is one thing that I didn't think about. That when he moved out, you know, when you're alone, you're not waiting for them to come home anymore. No. And that is, yeah, these are all really good benefits of the empty nest because now you're right. We don't have to worry about, is the boy going to be home at midnight or 1230 or one or, well, sorry, you live on your own. And that's a benefit. Make up your own rules. Do what you want. You're out of my house. Right. And that's a benefit for the kids to be with roommates is that, you know, somebody's watching, especially when they're friends. So I know that if, if, if something happens and. He doesn't come home and nobody, I mean, if his buddies don't know where he's at and he doesn't come home. Right. I'm going to know. Well, they're going to call and say, hey, uh, he didn't come home last night. Did he go to your house? Right. Whereas if, if the kids moved out on their own and lived alone. So I guess I didn't realize how, I mean, I'm literally just realizing it now, how grateful I am to have that situation because if, if kids could young adults could afford to move out on their own without roommates maybe you do worry more still yeah that is that is very true wow sorry mind blown right now Poof. i my mind is blown okay i didn't realize that Alrighty then why do you look scared i did I- not cook tonight y'all I did not cook tonight. There was no glass, no poisoning. I don't know why you're looking at me like you're all scared. Your eyes are bugging out of your head. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. Your mind is blown. My mind is blown right now. I'm just so grateful. So I want to hear some tips and tricks, people. How did you get your kids out of the nest? And how did you cope with it? And how have you coped with it? How did you? How did your lives change once the nest was empty? Mm-hmm. So shoot us an email at isotolerateyou at gmail.com. Let us know. Uh, and if you have any other uh, ideas that you guys would like to hear us talk about, um how the empty nest is affecting your lives or we should anything. talk about how to affect your sex life. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's 7.30. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> Nighty night. Oh, I love getting your guys' emails. It's so much fun to read. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you for the feedback. And keep those emails coming in. Like, subscribe on whatever platform that you listen on. And share it with a buddy. And share it with your friends. Share it with a lot of your friends. All right, that'll do it for us for this episode. It's bedtime. It is bedtime. 7.30, let's go to bed. 7.30, let's go to bed. Heart your stinking guts. I heart your stinking guts. I so tolerate you. And I so tolerate you.